everyone, welcome back to A Court of Tattoos and Rosé, where we go through and discuss all things romanticy with Caitlin, Madison, and me, Blake, and Jenna. Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> um, so I am here. I have today, risen. Today you just got uh, me and Jenna. Uh, Caitlin, life is just like crazy. She Work is literally all over the place for her. And Maddie is, it's Atlanta, right? Yeah. yeah. Maddie is in Atlanta. Uh, she had a big fancy wedding to go to last a night. A big fat Greek a- wedding. Big fat Greek wedding, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, She sent us pictures, guys. She was looking so She looked so good. So pretty. So pretty. Um, so, you, yeah, you've just got me and Jenna. So, uh, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, uh, this is our 116th episode. Uh, we're being productive today, though. Um, we're doing two full chapters. Okay. We are. Mine chapters. wasn't bad. Mine wasn't long. No, these are pretty, like, easy chapters with, like, some fun and interesting content, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It, mine so was a doing... good one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm excited because one of you, the main part of yours, I called. I called. Like, mm-hmm. I'm so proud. Should probably not be one of our proudest moments in life, but here we are. Anyways, um, so we're doing chapters 43 and 44. We curse. We spoil things. We talk about whatever the fuck we want. So, you, you know, be prepared. You know what you're getting into. You know. You know. But before we dive in, uh, recap real quick of last time. So, um, Hellion's uh, with them at the Hewn City. Um, you know, they're in the palace above, though. He wards the mask. They're tied. All the wards are tied to Nesta's blood, and she alone can open them. But she's like, Mm-mm, do not tell me. Honestly, smart move. Smart move. I completely understand. Um, so, Reese knows, and if she ever needs to, she has to ask Reese, which makes sense. Um, Pharaoh and Cassie, you get another little, like, you know, like their brother-sister bond. It's really cute, you know, because who wouldn't be jealous when the High Lord of the Day court is sitting there flirting with your lady and Dude. he's looking as fine as he does? I'm telling you right now. Mm. Um, and finally, finally, <laughs> we get some discussion of the great, well, one of the great miscommunications with Cassie and Nesta, where Nesta is literally like, was it not good for you? And we, you know, spent the night together. Obviously it was, because we know his uh, point of view. Leads to some very hot playtime. Um, Nesta, of course, is, takes charge of that. Uh, Cassian still underestimates her sometimes. And that was one oh, of yeah. the times where he was like, oh, no. Like, I can just imagine <laughs> his brain, sur- like, short-circuiting. Um, it was hot. But... The fun and games ends because that morning he is called to the river house. Reese as an armor are already there. Um, and those weapons that Nesta forged. Um, yeah, they're all like capital made. Like she Im- imbued, imbued. There we go. Imbued, wow. Uh, thank you. Her magic into him. So they're literally like on the caliber of like these mythical ancient swords that were like we find out about there's two knowing sjm let's keep the names in mind you know maybe they're here maybe they're elsewhere i'm just saying you never know um well and they're literally a new trove you know dread troves out new trove in (laughs) um except omran then is being a mega bitch about nesta they being so nasty (laughs) yeah like really bad um her and reese like reese is like uh, reese doesn't want to tell nesta about them neither does armor because armor's like she could kill us all like okay okay calm down as and cassian are both like 
we need to tell her. And especially Cassidy is like, I can't lie. So they're waiting for Feyre to cast the deciding vote. Because again, that is one thing Reese, um, which is funny. Reese is pretty big about like, you know, giving choice and being collaborative. Which is funny because then that chapter ends with Omrin um, basically trying to push Reese into trying to become the High King of Printhian, which is a thing of days old. There used to be a High King of Printhian. There were still High Lords. They all reported to the High King. So, like, after he's really big on, we've got to have a vote. Vote, like, popular vote. Like, majority vote wins. Omrin's like, this is a good time to bring up you becoming a... a and then Reese and is like, um, right? like, no, thank you. I have enough on my plate. Yeah, Reese is like, thanks, bye. <laughs> um, And, yeah, so that's, that's where we... Um, where we stopped last time, uh, kind of a weird, ominous, like, you know, <laughs> push by Amran. So we'll see what happens there. And then we're in chapter 43. Okay, so for chapter 43, guys, we start with Nesta and Cass in the Spring Court of all places, in the Forest of the Spring Court. Um, Resand had winnowed them there, and um, they are waiting for Eris to appear. <laughs> so as they're waiting for Eris... Um, Nessa notices that Cass keeps scratching himself, but like discreetly scratching himself. And then we've all been there. <laughs> and then Nessa's like, "What the hell is wrong with you?" <laughs> okay, I I was just thinking this when you were doing your recap. I love how Nessa's so blunt because at least like the miscommunication got cut short because she was just like, um, in the previous mm-hmm. few chapters, like, "What the hell? Like, yeah. why didn't you like this? Like, did you not yep. like this?" But anyway, so she's like, "What's wrong with you?" And then Cass is like, "I." freaking hate this place he has allergies apparently pause and then anyone that has listened through moment of my life here literally i think it was like back in like akatar episodes it might have been akamath i think it's akatar Couldn't tell you i haven't finished them you're the worst you are the worst <laughs> i literally said because i i have allergies Wait, let me but listen they're... yeah because i've probably heard this well, I think you did because we've talked about it. I'm pretty sure I have out like seasonal allergies, but they're mm-hmm. not. It's it's like not. I don't know how to explain it. It's not just with spring. Like, oh, I, I have seasonal some- ad- allergies. Like when it goes from warm to winter, I get them really bad. Like that's when they're the worst for me. When like See- the season gets colder, my oh. whole body like my sinuses shut down. It's very Ooh. odd. See, mine's like I think. <laughs> I think because my body already has, because allergies are like the antihistamine, you know, like your body's Mm -hmm. reaction. Well, my body already reacts really weird to things. Like I have allergic reactions when I'm not having an allergic reaction. If that hashtag thanks lupus. Hashtag. (laughs) Um, but like I think that's why I was like, oh god, because he later, I'm pretty sure later he's like rubbing his eyes at another point, Mm -hmm. like another time in the spring court and everything. And I like it was just funny to me, but I remember in when we first talked about it, I was like. Because we were talking about, oh my god, the flowers everywhere. It's beautiful. Endless spring. No, you did say this. You did say this. Oh, I know. And I was like, I personally won. Like, spring's fine. I love storms. So, like, for me, I love the storms that we get in spring. But I was like, I would hate this, man. How do you not have terrible allergies? I was like, what if you were born into the spring court with allergies? Like, fuck off. And then we all laughed and we're like, oh, I wonder if anybody has allergies. Like, do Haifei have allergies? Or and I was definitely... And, uh, and I get that he's in Lyrian, but like, you know what I mean? And sure enough, when I got to this point in the uh-huh. book, and now keep in mind, we're this, like, <laughs> this is like 60% of the book, but I, if anybody recalls when Silver Flames dropped, I literally read through the night. Like it was, I hit this probably at like, I, I want to say it was like six or seven in the morning. I hadn't slept. Jesus. And I, I was texting, 
um, I think it was Caitlin and I don't think I texted Sky this because I wasn't sure where Sky was and Caitlin yeah. was waiting to read, but Caitlin's all about spoilers. And I literally just texted, Cassie has allergies in like all caps. <laughs> and uh she was just she was like, probably like, Okay. Well, one, she was asleep cool at the time. Story, but like bro. She, Yeah, she was like I think she literally texted, like, you're really proud of yourself, aren't you? And I was like, I am. <laughs> so that's my little interlude. But I just actually really appreciate that SJM made somebody have allergies. Like, I can imagine me. all the pollen. Oh, oh. <laughs> It'd be like, you'd literally be like, have a, like, Covered. you wipe your finger on Ooh. yourself and it would just be, oh, nope. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> feel like the Grinch when I do that okay yeah. okay so Cass has allergies and Ness is like because again he's trying to like s- subtly scratch himself mm-hmm. and he- Ness is like you don't need to hide it from me in the human realm I used to get so itchy I had to take two baths a day to get rid of the pollen um and then she kind of like thinks about those times and honestly she was thinking about it because that was it was a hard time because she wasn't able to like take a bath all the time because of how Mm -hmm. they lived obviously initially before they moved into their cottage. And then she Mm -hmm. said it was a lot easier when she had the cottage because um, she could bathe all as uh, much as she wanted to versus, you know, having to kind of minimize that for expenses. I'm sure. Also, I'm pretty sure they used to take cold baths. I mean, I could do an ice bath if I need it, but that's about it. No, but they had to and do even it to, then, like, clean very... themselves. No, I know, that's what I mean. Like, you. I could do it in an ice bath because you're in it, you know what I mean? You're, yeah. like, in and out. But, First mm. word problems. Um, so then she's thinking about Elaine because we always have to think about Elaine and how, like, Elaine would love the spring court. And I think this is where, like, a lot of theories then explode on the yeah. internet about Elaine in the spring court. But um, how she would love it because of the flowers you know elaine with her Mm -hmm. green thumb whatever and then um (laughs) nessa thinks herself and too bad the lord who ruled these lands was a piece of shit retweet nessa retweet man retweet like that speak your (laughs) truth bro speak your truth but also like real quick with the elaine theories to be clear like I'm okay. I, I know. I don't hate them. It makes sense. I honestly wouldn't mind if Elaine was in a different <laughs> I still hold that she's going to end up somehow with the um, the prison island that used to be. that The theory that that was the yeah. dog for it. And then we're going to like see it revived where the Pegasus were. And it was like all flower. Because it used to, the prison island used to be beautiful. So I know we and don't get And now it's a, like barren. I know we don't get a book for this for a while because we get Crescent City, the next one of those mm-hmm. first. But like do we Which, know what the fair, next book is? I mean, I'm okay with that. That's that fine. well, no, I was gonna say that could. I know, yeah, know. yeah, yeah. Um, but like, do you think the next like true Akatar book will be an Elaine book? Is that what we theorize? I think people are just saying like they're just assuming they that. But I really don't know the... because yeah, because it went to like Nesta, but like Feyre had a full three books in a novella granted that was like the full concrete story like that was the foundation that of was the, the foundation world. before so, like, it yeah. built off yeah but like i think there's still i don't know i my theory is that the next book 
not even theory. This is what I would, I, I kind of hope. Because I do want some of Elaine's point of view. I need more to her. I want to, I give her, I'll give her we, a chance. We just have nothing. She's basically mm-hmm. like as bland as paint. Like looking yeah. at paint dry. Like she's just exactly. nothing. <laughs> exactly. And like that, I, I want to be fair to her. Like I want to hear more. But I think I could see, because we also, there's a lot about more. More was gone all of this. I book. would love a more book. Well, the end of Silver, uh, Star, uh, Frost and Starlight. Like, what the fuck does she have hidden mm-hmm. from everyone? Mm-hmm. We have her full backstory we need. So, like, I am I think people are kind of overlooking the fact that we have Elaine that we need to know more about. More, and who would be tied to both of them, obviously, as. And then Gwen. Do you Maddie's think not here, so we she would can't ever get a Morgan book and get a sapphic romance because I would die of happiness. I really want one. I still hold that she had a really good connection with um was it Vivian's sister yeah. in the Winter Court? Vivian's sister. Like they there were some sparks there. So But I just I think it is <clears throat> I don't know. Like we'll I think we'll have to wait and see what's going yeah. on there. Especially you know? like you said, after we get the next Crescent City book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um but anyway, so then Nesta notes that Eris is late and she wonders if he's even coming. And Cass is like, well, he only knows I'm coming, but he'll enjoy the thought of making me wait. And then Nesta's True. like, he's a bastard. And then cue Eris walking in. <laughs> Are This is very resand. Are you talking about me or the brute inside you? Like, you know, resand. They have a lot of similarities. I know. I am a firm believer that Eris is the next resand and that he is closeted. Um, good guy. Good guy. Yeah. That's done questionable things because of it. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. there's just a lot of hints about that. I feel like well, I mean, unless yeah. it's a red herring and it's completely wrong, but I don't think it's wrong. No, it could be too. Um, but he, you know, he walks in all dramatically and he's like, are you talking about me? <laughs> and then he's assessing the situation and he's like, hello, Nesta Archeron. I don't know what the need to say the last name is, but he does making a point to know her. Um, and then he's continuing to talk to them and he's like, I hear, you know, something about my soldiers. Um, and then Cass is like, do you want the good news or the bad news first? <laughs> Take your pick. <laughs> and Eris is like, bad. Always bad first. I concur with that. You always start mm-hmm. bad. You need to always. end on a higher note. <laughs> yep. But um, <laughs> so Cass goes, most of your soldiers are dead. <laughs> and Eris is like, and the good news? Two of them survived. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> uh, and then Eris inquires about who did it. And Cass is basically like technically as and I did but your soldiers kind of attacked us and left us with no choice and then Eris is like so two survived how convenient he's basically saying that it seems like a little bit too convenient that only two survived and that Mm -hmm. he assumes they went through torture with as and then um Cass is like, we could only manage to contain two. They were basically feral, like rabbit animals. Yeah, and so, we like, saw they were like they, they were, were. Honestly, I don't know if anybody. I mean, they obviously didn't look this way. If anybody's uh, watching uh, The Last of Us on HBO, the first episode will drop. Will drop last week, and then the second one will be dropping the night. I don't even after know what that this is. drops. It's based on a video game. It's the newest okay. show with Pedro Pascal, Daddy. Um, <laughs> but it's 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 a. Uh, 
essentially a zombie apocalypse, but it's a fungus that causes it. So, like, what I was pointing at is, like, the the zombies in The Last of Us are, um, I would... they're not like oh, like slow, like drooling, yeah. like like not you know, just like the Walking like, Dead mindless. type zombies. Yeah, they're not mindless per se, and they're quick, and they can like run really quick. They're like the um, what is the Will Smith? Uh, I am Legend. Those okay. not as crazy because those are crazy. If that we have a zombie movie is nuts, dude. If we have a zombie apocalypse and they're I am Legend zombies, count me out. I'm done. Not even trying. So is that your water? Shoot. No, I'm still not that crazy. I would. <laughs> I'm still not to the point that if I can see oh salvation, I'm gonna seen, look at my friend and be the, like, "Shoot me." Have you seen the meme about zombies where it's like just put tons of treadmills around your house and then they just they just walk Jesus and they can never Christ. get into your house because there's treadmills. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I'll I'll, I'll get on that. I'll oh start my uh, zombie uh, treadmill force field. Uh, but anyways, <laughs> sorry, that was just boarding treadmills. Down. But anyway, sorry, that was my little interlude about, like... I was gonna have an I don't interlude think... about something, but I can't remember. So. He did, Well, I, my thing is, is, like, Cassian, like... And I get it, it's because Eris gets to him a lot. Like, Eris is pretty good at getting under his skin, but, like... Just like Rhysand, he is very similar to Rhysand mm-hmm. and how Rhysand mm-hmm. was with Tamlin. Yep, yep. And, like, Nesta, even in her mind, is, like, picking up on, like, come on, Cassian, like, speak up for you. Like, you know, like, she's proud of how he's handling it, but at the same time, she's like, come on, come on, stand up. Like, yeah. you could be more... But, like... Cassie does not do a very good job of it. He's like, they were fair. Like, they were, like, rabid. They were feral. I'm like, no, buddy. You need to explain how bad they were. Like, they no, were not like, feeling they pain. literally, yeah. <laughs> but, oh well. So, yeah. So then, um, Eris is like, don't lie to yourself. Like, you only bothered to contain two. And then Nesta's getting fucking pissed. And she's mm-hmm. like, we did what we could. There were two dozen of them. And then Eris snores and he's basically like, were you there? Um, I don't know why I expect someone like you to have done better to Cass. And then Cass is like, or uh, Eris is like, did you even try to spare the others or did you just launch right into a massacre? And then Nesta like kind of takes over the thought process and she's like, she knows that Cass would never hesitate if someone he loved was in danger. Like, of course he went automatic like massacre because he had to, Mm -hmm. to protect Mm -hmm. them. Well, especially as soon as it became apparent, like if he hit, if he made one blow and realized this motherfucker didn't even flinch, that's when you know something's going on. I don't, yeah. Like, yeah, it's not happening. Who the heck's just be like, here, fuck take me like i guess you can kill me now yeah like, <laughs> like of course they attacked <laughs> of course they they responded appropriately yeah. um and then who nessa's saucy nessa's like your soldier saw, shot an ash arrow through one of az's wings and eris again basically he's inquiring if nessa was there and she wasn't because obviously she was being pulled through the water at mm-hmm. that moment but um but she says i wonder did um Braylon arm the soldiers with those ash arrows or did they come from your private armory and then um she like looks to Cass and she's like such weapons are banned aren't they she is so she's saucy i fucking love her she is good at the game and Cass needs someone since they're mates mm-hmm. Cass needs someone who is good at that game because they're meant to be paired. So that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And then she inquires to Eris and's like, who were you storing those arrows for? Enemies abroad or an enemy at home? And then Eris is like, don't know what you're talking about. And Nessa's like, what? would an ash arrow through the kill through the heart of the, a high lord kill them? And Eris is like, you're wasting my time. And then Nessa's like so pissed, but she's she shrugs and she's like, you're wasting hours. For all we know, you basic you could have spelled the soldiers made it mm-hmm. like a ruse and set up a plan so it looked like it was Breolin and then even like maybe got Morgan's Moore's father to like go along with it or delay so that we trusted you so um it could be all part of your game and she's not wrong we she's still, not at this wrong. point like they they're still keeping Eris at like arm's length at least yeah. because they're like Ugh. well yeah because the last like what 10-ish chapters because this has been happening for a while they've mm-hmm. been like let's not t- tell Eris yeah because like we don't know where where his he, loyalty yeah. lies he's sketch so he's sketch. <laughs> he is just um, the way you said it he's sketch he's sketch sketch.org um and then um Nesta like kind of ends with if you want to play warmonger go right ahead Eris I like an interesting opponent and then Eris is quick to say I'm not your enemy and then Cass finally jumps in and he's he's so sweet and he's basically like I regret like not being able to save more of your soldiers and the remaining two will be returned to you but know that they're like still crazy and under he says under the crown's thrall I don't know if he meant to say that but he did um kind of like in i don't know if we've ever caught this but he kind of talked about the crown to eris yeah no i they know he knows i think eris knows about the crown but like it's they're only giving him bits of information not like the whole like thing but he was like if you like need anything for those two soldiers i'm there and then Nesta's feeling a lot of pride in Cass for doing that, which is so cute. And then um, Eris kind of notices the manner in which um, Cass is treating Nesta. Mm -hmm. And he's like, you pretty little treat. So he's trying to now egg Cass on. You pretty little Mm -hmm. treat. I'd be happy to play any manner of game with you, Nesta Archeron. And then Nesta's thinking to herself, like, Cass, like, just shows his heart on his sleeve. Mm -hmm. Like, he he he's unable to just like not show it so people he lives too honestly too boldly to notice or care and he she says she thinks to herself she couldn't help but admire it which is very sweet like she's noticing all these qualities about Cass now that like her guards are down they've kind of Mm -hmm. like been intimate and like now it's just different the bond is forming guys um we've seen it happen we've seen it (laughs) And then Eris, of course, has to be a douche. And he's like, when you get tired of the animal, come find me. I'll show you how a future High Lord plays. And then Cass is growling because, of course, he's growling. But then, all of a sudden, everyone goes silent because there is a presence creeping towards them on the soft paws. Guys, have you... Do you have any thoughts on who it may be? Um... Golden fur beast, curling horns, leap from behind the brambles. Literally forgot that we're standing in his his court anyway. Because nobody cares about him. Also, as the chapter goes on, we note this too, but because the court is barely a court anymore. 
Yeah, uh, it's fucked up. But it's Tamlin. He's here. Woo! Growl, growl, growl. And then Cass is like, we were just leaving. Um, and Nessa's like, Cass might, like, thinking to herself, you know, he might launch us into the air, but would it be before Tamlin could get his claws through them, essentially? Yeah. Tamlin is fucking staring at Nesta, glaring at her, raging and hateful. And then Nesta's thinking to herself how this was the beast that her that Pharaoh once loved, who she gave everything for, including her mortal life, had taken her love and twisted it, nearly breaking Pharaoh in the process, until Resand, until Cassian, and the others had helped bring her back, helped her learn to love herself once more. Tamlin, and then she thinks again to herself, Tamlin had hurt Farah unforgivably. Um, and then she, she, she's, she's really like thinking about Farah, which is nice I think... for once to, for her to acknowledge it mm-hmm. in her Tamlin, point of view. Tamlin was like a catalyst for her and that, not, not obviously cause he, him taking Farah like started all, you know what I mean? But like more... That, like, when he first came, if you recall, like, he asked, like, you're the oldest sister. You oh, I recall. Place. <laughs> and. Let me tell you, books two and one are my top two favorite books. I know it's an unpopular opinion, I, I, but you you. they are my favorite. So I have reread but, those books multiple times. This book I read once. <laughs> now twice. <laughs> the The thing is, is, like, he he was the catalyst for her, obviously, all of their journey, but more that of a real turning point in her amount of self-loathing. Yes. I think. And that he asked like, Hey, you're the oldest sister. You want to go? And she was like, no. Yeah. And like, she brings she that up in her yeah. thought process. Like she's but, like, I, he even asked me, do I yeah. want to go? And I was a coward and I'm not going to be a coward this time. Like she, yeah. like, and honestly though, like I feel as though it wasn't until this moment, maybe just as the reader, because we're getting a glimpse into her head, but I think it still kind of holds for her herself. I really do not think, like, she was like, he's a piece of shit. You know, Mm -hmm. like, she knew he was a piece of shit. But I think once she was confronted with him. Yeah. It, to be clear, none of her rage that she's going through, guys, I think she does later, but her initial rage and reaction to him Guys, this man put her in the car. Co- is the reason she's put. Yeah, the and she. That's not even it right now. It's all Farah. It's all Farah. Her initial like, and I think people don't. Give we her know. For we this. know. We know. Nesta was a shit ass sister. She was. It's and just she that. knows it. She knows. I'm not talking about current day Nesta. I'm talking yeah. about Nesta. Mm-hmm. Every moment before Tamlin mm-hmm. came was not a good sister to Farah, and we know this and i know we've mm-hmm. only gotten Farah's point of view but like she was the youngest sister i'm sorry like Farah's mm-hmm. point of view matters the most in those yeah. situations and this is nesta kind of acknowledging that and realizing like what really happened to get her to this point like this all mm-hmm. happened and like could have been different and she or in her mind could have been different if she had just been braver and like stood Mm -hmm. up for her sister Mm -hmm. and she's real i think part of it too is she's realizing and acknowledging even more what she's done before i was gonna say the bravery and courage that pharah had Mm -hmm. not only in going with him but leaving him and i and like staying away this is an undertone of the whole book is pharah 
because mm-hmm. of because. Farrah's predicament, mm-hmm. because of what Farrah's going through and what's going to happen at the end of the book. The undertone of this book is her relationship with Farrah. And this is like uh-huh. her redemption as a sister. I feel like more so than anything else, this book and- is that. That's a big theme. I think there's a lot to be said for SJM. I think one of her also recurring recurring themes, both we see it in uh, with Pharaoh, honestly, like Aelin, but it's a little different because like Aelin had to be brave for a bunch of things. But like with Pharaoh and then Nesta, especially with this book, it really shows that there is bravery in finding and going after your happy ending. Mm-hmm. It is there. That's brave to do that, especially when you're overcoming the demons that Nesta is, where she doesn't think she deserves it or she's like terrified to even contemplate it because she's like, no, it could get ripped away at any moment. Like, you know, like Nesta went through trauma. I mean, she did when she was younger, Mm -hmm. the things with her mom, like again, she's the oldest. So she endured the most with those Mm -hmm. situations and was, aware she of bore the brunt of she all bore of the that and so when farah started picking up that slack she mm-hmm. allowed that to happen yeah but like she that's she what, went like, through a lot i just think that's like, this little part here is one we're all like oh fuck him and like i think we focus too much on like of course fucking tamlin's stuck in his but we don't acknowledge blah, blah, blah. what nesta's going through mm-hmm, exactly. and what she's the realization she's having, it's a turning point, a catalyst, like mm-hmm. you said, for her. Truly is, yeah. So she's thinking about all of that, how she like didn't take the place of Pharaoh when Tamlin asked. Um, and then, okay, so then she decides to confront Tamlin. And she's like, you will not touch us. And then Tamlin's like, I have every right to kill trespassers on my lands. Then Nessa goes, are these still your lands? Last I heard, you don't bother to rule them anymore. And then, and she, as she's saying these things, she's stepping out from behind Cass because Cass had jumped in front of her mm-hmm. when um, he originally showed up. Um, and then Nessa says, I suggest you keep your maw shut about this because she's realizing it would be really bad if Tamlin said anything about Eris and them meeting Yolk. together. That would be really Awkward. bad. And then Tamlin's like, you're exactly as nasty as your sister said you were. And Nessa goes, I'd hate to disappoint. <laughs> Um, and then she looks at him and she said, I went into the cauldron because of you. Elaine went into the cauldron because of you. I don't care how much you apologize or try to atone for it or claim you didn't know the King of Highburn would do such a thing or that you begged him not to do it. You colluded with him because you thought Pharaoh was your property. (laughs) Fucking shout, scream it to the world, Nesta. I love you. (laughs) You do you, boo. (laughs) And then she's pointing at Nesta or pointing at um, Tamlin and he said, Tamlin goes, put that finger down, you witch. And Nesta smiled. Put that thing back where it came from. Also, while she's doing all this, I forgot to note that she has her silver flames like behind her eyes. So she's like intimidating the shit out of him. That's why he's calling her a witch, too. And then Nesta goes, oh, go ahead. Sorry. I get that people desperately, desperately, desperately want more connections between the universes. I understand that. I really, really do. I don't know if you've seen it. I've been tagged a lot. There, when this, like, Tamlin calls her a witch, mm-hmm. and the mystery behind their mother, and the way Nesta's described- Okay, I will say this. I have always thought that there was something to do with the mom, because it's just too, too weird. There's too- no, that's there's, fair. It's just too well-planted- 
for there mm-hmm. not to be something to do with the mom. We know nothing about her. That's fair. And and Nesta takes the most after her mom. So yes. I'm just saying, so I do agree that, that there is fine. something That's not my problem. There. That is not my problem, though. Mine. <laughs> Mine. Guys, I, 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 one, you guys know I love creativity. I love deep dives. I'm not coming for anyone. I'm just, this is my personal opinion. I don't buy into the, the theory that she's an, uh, um, an iron teeth. they're trying there's people really trying to put it all together to make it fit a puzzle that she is no i haven't seen that yeah one of the witches from the throne of glass Mm -hmm. yeah yeah um oh that's 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 working too hard i think guys yeah so i I, anything is possible with sarah j moss but like do you think she has like a um like a, a murder board just, like a board yeah, yeah. she did 100% like she does. definitely oh, there are so probably. many strings she probably has color-coded strings like there's oh, no how, how the hell does she keep this story straight i don't know but god bless her um there are so many stories so that, within this I just story have to say that because like the whole like when he calls her a, like people use that line where they're like he knew something like he's a high lord he could feel it like I, again, guys, love the deep dives. The people are putting in the work for all the, like, clues they're making for this theory, but I just don't think the puzzle pieces are fizzing. I have a question. be a witch. Because I honestly don't know, because I've never watched interviews of hers. Has Sarah J. Moss acknowledged that the worlds can coincide in an interview? Like, can, that they all, all of them that she's written so far relate? She's... You know what? It's been out long enough. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. Like we, uh, yeah. Okay. Let's let's Uh, put a little warning, guys. Skip a few minutes, but like, yeah, skip a few minutes. Um, but honestly, yeah, it's been out. It's been out for Um, almost a year. I think, I think she since House of Sky and Breath, obviously with the ending. Yeah. She in interviews was like, oh, and then she also because obviously those worlds, it's different. Yeah, those two worlds. But I wasn't uh, sure about Throne of Glass, but well, I was trying so, to be discreet. <laughs> there was one, I forget when it was. Remember, it was the one I I, uh, I listened to, I, I did the ticket so I could listen to it. It was in the fall, oh, yeah. I think, it was, remember? It yeah, was, yeah. Or late summer. Yeah, it, you did, um, yeah. Times, there was a lot, there were a lot, there was a lot of information you got from that Yeah, one. a lot of that one. I don't know if we ever did a recap, truly, of that. Uh, yeah, no, I did, I did, I Did think. we? Okay, oh, cool. Yeah, I did like a 15-minute little thing. Um. She did kind of say, like, basically, I'm not done with Throne of Glass, but the context... Oh, yeah, she did say that. But the context wasn't... I didn't take it as... And maybe it's because I don't want them drawn into it. I want them to have their peace in their little area. I didn't take it as, I'm not done with them. They're going to be in this kind of crossover with Crescent. I think you're going to get concrete evidence that that they that world is also because i at this point yeah. guys, it's sjm universe i think we can already say all of them are for sure because there's already been easter eggs from the throne yeah. of glass world so i think they are but i don't i'm hoping in the way i took it was she's not saying that throne of glass characters are going she's to not saying that she's going to implode the world by connecting them so much <laughs> yeah like they're connected but we're not going to see the throne of glass characters in cc3 with them all in a room you know but I mean, it would be cool, guys. I understand that. I just, they earned their peace. They earned their peace so much. But that being said, I took it. Peace. I took it as she might go back. 
maybe we see the next generation. Maybe we figure out what Elid and Lorcan are up to. Maybe we see what Dorian and Manon's life ended up like. Did he become immortal somehow? Because if not, that's fucking tragic. And I don't want to think about it too much because I'll start crying. But like, I was just wondering what the likelihood is that they really, that Sarah J. Moss really did make the Nessa's mom a freaking mm-hmm. um, iron teeth or iron teeth. Yeah, yeah. I just, so, like, I just mimic. Yeah, yeah, guys. She's literally mimicking Blake. Um, but yeah. So sorry. This was a long interlude. Um, like, yeah, I don't I know if I agree with that at all. But I do I, yeah, think that she has she has witchy like powers. I have always thought maybe she, her mom, had something to do with the um, the the witches the um. The human witches. The the, human the witches. queens. The queens. Oh, the mortal queens. Because they yeah. obviously are not, like, they, there's some magic because they know about, yeah. I, 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 I at least remember thinking that when I was reading the first few books. Like, because I always was wary, mm-hmm. as a lot of people clearly are about Nesta's mom, their mom. But, like, yeah. I was like, oh, maybe she has something to do with them. I mean, I've also seen a theory that the, the continent where the mortal queens are yeah. we know there's high fae over there too there's other kingdoms like moors visiting them and everything people are like what if the akatar world is just the throne of glass world way in the future yeah or way in the like it would probably be the future i'd say because of how things are yeah but like what if throne of glass like is also that, what like, if confident? that's why ugh, now i'm deep diving what if that's why farah and nested were meant to be mates with fey because i don't think humans are always necessarily meant to be mates with fey but maybe there is something in them that was more mm-hmm. than just human that See, the, connected that's one them of the things. yeah that's one of the things where like the cauldron shows them to yeah. go into the cauldron or to go through the ordeals yeah. to become made like that that fate's at play here and that is one of the cl- like that's one of the things people rely on so like I'm not saying it's out of the realm of possibility. I'm just saying, like, it seems a little It's really stretching. Okay, yeah, anyways. it's a little strenuous, but I like it. Anyways, back on track here. Um, Sorry. Sorry. So, basically, Nessa's like... Talon's like, put the finger down. And Nessa's like, I'm glad you remember what happened to the last person I pointed at. Don't forget, guys, the King of Highburn. <laughs> she pointed at him, and boy, did she he suffer the consequences of that. And then she says, we're going now. And then before they leave, she says, tell anyone you saw us, High Lord, and I'll rip your head from your body, too. Again, referencing that great moment in Akor. So then we have a page break, and now we are in the library. And Cass has been gone all day. He flew to the river house and hasn't returned. Um, And so she's just sitting there. Um, she's at level five and letting her head hang. Um, she, it was pretty late by the time they were there. And so she didn't want to seek out any of her friends because she didn't want to like wake them up. And she doubted they wanted to hear her problems. She's having a moment. Yeah. And then a glass of warm milk appears on the railing beside Aww. her from the house. And she thinks the house, her and the house are BFFs. I mean, honestly, when you have a house like that, that's all you need as a friend. <laughs> I already don't leave my house much because I work. From Can you imagine if I you had a house leave. just delivering never leave. things to you? No way. I would never leave. No, never leave. <laughs> um, 
so she's thinking about the house and what a home was. And then she said, she thinks to herself, but this place, yes, home might be a good name for it. Perhaps that was what Farah had felt too, what she had felt, why she had, when she felt when she left the spring court and had come to these lands. Perhaps Farah had fallen in love with this court as much as she had its ruler. Again, like we are really thinking about Farah yeah. a lot during this, this book. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, Madison has said it, like this book is very much kind of like a mirror of the first few books of the series in that like it's Nesta's version of this of a similar journey um then she noticed something move a tendril of smoke and then um before really seeing anything she hears Cass's voice and he says I thought I'd find you here well either here or in the stairs to the city and then Cass's voice um he kind of like gets guarded because he notices that she was guarded from seeing that tendril Mm -hmm. of smoke. And then she says to him, Oh, it's nothing just shadows. And then, um, they change gears and he's like, you can't sleep. And Nessa goes, I keep thinking about Tamlin and Cass acknowledges how good she did with him and with Eris too. Um, and how he doesn't think they'll forget it anytime soon. And then, Nessa goes, Eris is a snake. And Cass is like, glad we agree on something. Then Nessa laughs and basically is like, I didn't appreciate him speaking to you like that. And poor Cass, he's like, a lot of people speak to me like that. And Nessa says, that doesn't make it right. And she realizes that she used to speak to him like that and treat mm-hmm. him like that. Um, And then she says, I can't believe Farah ever loved Tamlin. And then Cass goes, Tamlin never deserved her. No, Nesta again peered into the darkness below. He didn't. Oof. Lots of Nesta and Farah thoughts. Yeah. Chapter um, 44. Chapter 44. Um, okay, so we flash um, to our lovely Valkyries in training. Um, they're questioning life choices here. Uh, they are sweating they're going over basic sword work. So, like, they're not even, like, full-blown, you know, like, sparring with the swords yet or anything. They're right. just going through the basic work. And they're realizing, like, jeez, Louise, this is hard. Um, And so, Cassian's in on it now. Because, remember, they hadn't mentioned, the three of them, Emery, uh, Gwen, and Nessa, they hadn't mentioned, like, they're kind of, like, emulating the Valkyrie or their, like, ideas yet, right? Well... No, let's just say Cassian walked in for some fun times with Nesta, um, <laughs> and she had some books on her bedside table, and you, we've already seen he likes to know what she's reading, which I think is adorable. Um, but he sees that it's about the Valkyrie. Do you think we're biased as book readers? Probably a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. Um, you can't tell me you don't get a little, like, <gasps> when, like, Neil's like, what you reading? You're, jo- you're funny if you think Neil even inquires about my, quote, poor. Okay, he might have used to. He, he probably did way back but then now he's realized your reading has evolved and now he's like I don't he know. is like please don't i'll be like you want to know what i'm reading about he's like please don't tell i don't want to know <laughs> if you're creeping please don't let it show you're creeping with fictional men <laughs> he's always like let me guess there are two men and i'm like yes there yes. are hey, yes there are i guess um so anyway, so Cassian's in on it. Um, but the thing is, is when he saw it, 
he kissed her deeply and then um she sat on his face so that's a good time but uh. <laughs> but then miss uh nesta got her first 69 action yep Yep. I love it. Love it. Yep. Um, but literally, she could only uh, last a few, like a little bit, because then she was like, "Nope, riding you." Um, and I love so, Nesta for this, dude. She takes her pleasure, and I love it. Um, and like they went, they went hard as they're known to do, and I really appreciate it because she's sore. And the thing is, is when she walked up for training this morning, like that we're in, yeah, he winked. I would fucking die. She walked in like a little sore, right? At breakfast, he winks at her from the other end of the table. Dude, <gasps> there is something about a sly wink, especially from Cassian. I mean, stop. But then I, then I remember Az is here training them, which means he's probably sitting at the table. Okay. <laughs> Have you ever seen there's a TikTok where, like, um, like there maybe it's a painting i don't remember like the details of it but it's like eyes like watching the scene happen mm-hmm. unfold and like as is always that person is- where he's just like i don't know how i got here like but yep. i'm always here yep, yep. And, like i'm sure his shadows fill in all the freaking details too anyways <laughs> but like still <laughs> fucking cracks me up so, anyways um however now as always, he's all professional when they're training. He, I, I give Cass credit. He's professional as all get out. So he's telling them, he's like, you know, like, if you guys are sore, I was going to start integrating the eight-point, like, uh, what does he call it? The eight-pointed star. Eight-pointed star. Is that not Bryce's? Or is her six-pointed? Hold on. Just question, because I, 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 we already know it ties in with, like, how Cassie and Anessa's, like, uh, tattoos are, too. It's kind of similar. <laughs> I can't remember. I don't know if it's eight or six for hers. I think it's the eight pointed star because that's also what I'm gonna have to Nesta's... go into the actual book. Hold on. Hang on. Can you find it? I'm looking. Hang on. Hang on. Stay Price's with us, guys. Star. <clears throat> I want to make sure Nesta's. There are always Hang connections. On. I'm telling you guys, Sarah J. Moss, murder board, murder, maybe murder house, murder room. There, there needs to be more than just one wall. To keep all of this. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Nesta and Cassian's bargain tattoo ends up being an eight-pointed star. Let me see. um, Bryce's is also an eight-pointed star. Yep, I was right. Yeah, Bryce's is also an eight-pointed star. Interesting. Just, I don't know. You know. SJM. (laughs) This is her when she did this. SJM loves eight-pointed stars and eyes. (laughs) I'm telling you right now. SJM right now, as she wrote this, was like, the hoe's gonna love this. She, I swear, she writes things just to fucking. Oh, I love it. I would do that too. I would the fuck crazy with my so much, I love it. I love it. So, anyways, um, but he's basically like, "Oh, I was gonna teach you a new technique, but y'all are bitching. You know, are you are you not doing it?" And Gwen's like, "We're not complaining. You're running us ragged." Oh, <laughs> um, and then Cassian. Looks at Nesta and goes, some Valkyrie unit you are. And Gwen's like, you told him? Because, like, you know, it's like, it's not embarrassing, but, you know, it's like their little, like, fun secret goal, right? And so Nesta and Cassian are like, no, 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 no. And Cassian kind of covers her because, he, you know, they don't want to be like, oh, I saw it. I saw it on a bedside table as she wrote, wrote my face. <laughs> uh-huh. Like, okay. Um, 
And he's like, and so Cassian is basically like, don't you worry, think as I haven't show, noticed? Shadows told them. Yeah, there we go. He's like, you think I haven't noticed the breathing technique? Like, even when As and I are trying to piss you off, like, I know mind stilling a mile off. So, okay, good, good explanation. Um, and we get a little backstory here. And again, this is a little interesting that he didn't just bring it up to Nesta the night before when he saw the book, but he was a little distracted, I'm guessing. Um, so Gwen is like, you know the technique for mind stilling? Cassian just casually, oh, I fought with the Valkyrie. What? 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 You gotta remember, guys. The Valkyrie are the Jonas Brothers to Gwen. Like, the Jonas oh, Brothers are to give me a reference. I'm here. <laughs> you, like, so, so then, like, she's literally, like, Nesta's like, one, she's like, fuck, I keep forgetting how old he is, but she's like, you, you knew them? Gwen lets out a sound of pure excitement, and I, I understand exactly what it is. I am Gwen. I am to the Jonas Brothers as Gwen is. It's like Valkyrie. such a high-pitched noise of just like, ah! Across the way, As just looks over with his eyebrows up like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> um, And so Cassie's like, yeah, I fought beside the Valkyrie for five battles. Um... We find out that uh, it's in the ba- like the last Great War, right? Uh, so long time ago, um, he fought with them for five battles up until the Battle of Minir Pass. Um, basically, it was a suicide mission from the start. Most of the Valkyries died. That was like their last great battle. Um, the like at the time, he was a grunt in the Illyrian Legion. Um, he doesn't know why, but the leaders at the time of the Illyrian legions didn't help them. Sounds mm, pretty on par. Why would the Illyrians want to help the all-female units, right? Um, it's so sad that the Illyrians are dicks. Are fucking douchebags. Yeah, yeah because like yeah. we we have some of the best ones that we know mm-hmm. personally as the readers, and we've like mm-hmm. we think. I feel like it's so easy to think of the Illyrian men as, like, great because, like, we mm-hmm. know these That's few that are great, but, like, they're douches. <laughs> yeah, they're not great. Um, And then he, he kind of hesitates on this. He says, I had hesitates and says friends who fell that day. And Nesta, it was yeah. more than friends. Like, he had yeah. friends and he had a friend that died. And, like, she even was like, look, they were honorable. They died a valiant death, but she still feels like, you know, some ugly jealousy twists in her chest, which Good. Actually, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. That's, you know, understandable. Um, can I just say that I just looked up quickly when the the acknowledgement of that happened mm-hmm. because I knew it was a long time and I am re-annoyed with this. Oh my gosh. Why did you even do it to annoy? You're dumb. Shut up. I I can't. I, that's the, I look how far I am. Look, look at the line. Look how far. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, I also, I didn't realize by the time we end, we're already 63% through Silver Flames. Yeah, and we're not Crazy. nowhere near me. I so. get, I guess, shut up. Just shut up. Nowhere near it. Shut up. You know, I love it. Okay. So, um, this right here, I think this is all we need for knowing why the Illyrians let them go on this suicide mission and didn't help them. The Valkyries fought, this is the, this is the most powerful Illyrian, the general Yep. The badass of all badasses, right? Mm-hmm. This is what he says. The Valkyrie fought when even the bravest males would not. Because Illyri- women are better. <laughs> Retweet. Um, the Illyrians tried to forget that. 
Cassian being Cassian and you know I fucking love this guy. I fought against males who were my superiors, arguing to help the Valkyries. They beat me senseless, chained me to a supply wagon. And when he came to, the Valkyries had lost. Including his friends and his friend. Yeah. And that's when, like, Nesta's like, why the fuck did you not say anything last night? And I, you didn't know. Or you didn't ask. Fair enough. God. Honestly, fair enough. Um, And he's like, okay, that's it. We're done. They so really he draws- are a pair, aren't they? They really are. So he's like, nope, enough history. So he draws a bunch of lines on the ground. Um, and I've I actually didn't know this. Like, there's um there are lines and they intersect to form an eight-pointed star, and it's to help with your basic um basic sword moves, uh, with the uh, footwork and things like that. So they've learned six of them, they're gonna learn the other two, and then he's gonna start on combos. But Gwen's like, Well, what about the Valkyrie technique? Like, why why don't we use that if you admired them? Cassie doesn't know him. It's a Valkyrie technique, you know? Like, they kept it probably close to the right. chest. And then Nesta makes, like, kind of a, like, saucy, like, joking comment. But remember when she first picked up the sword and, like, started, like, the wooden sword and was, like, sparring? And it was, like, a yeah. moment of truth mm-hmm. that, like, fate is at play, destiny. Yeah. And this is another one of those moments. She says, if we are to be Valkyries born again, maybe we should combine the Illyrian and Valkyrie techniques. And, like, there's something that made, as as S.J.M. says, something that made fate sit up. As even turned to look, his his eyes are narrowed, the shadows are, like, whispering to him, and He's she like, feels a genius! Ch- <laughs> yeah. She gets, like, a chill down her spine, and Cassian's, like, looking... And he's looking into each of their faces and it's almost like he's, he's seen something that he didn't see yeah. before. And like, finally at last, he says it thickly. So there's some emotion here. He's like, okay, today we learn Illyrian techniques, but tomorrow you, and he points to Gwen, he's like, bring me all of the information you have on Valkyrie techniques. Like he's open to it. I love this. He's like, yes, let's do it. So Gwen, of course, is like, okay, Meryl's writing an entire book on it. So there's a lot of info. I'm going to get you a copy of the draft manuscript, which my first thought is, Gwen, please tell me you're asking Meryl for permission because otherwise that bitch is going to kill you. She she's going to kill you. will be so pissed. Yeah. So he's excited. He's like, all right. And then he's like something new. And he's saying it like to himself, but they can hear him. But also Some- he's going to be learning something new. He's going to yeah. be learning these techniques. Like I think this is cool. like so changing for them. Mm-hmm. This is and like great. Like, something old becoming something new and he grins he grins and nesta <laughs> grins her Aww. mouth is twitching because she wants to she's excited and so he's like and then cassie of course is like all right first lesson valkyries don't complain about being sweaty shut the fuck up <laughs> fair enough so then we switch we are at the river house for dinner um also this seems I understand they're still trying to keep her like isolated and like you know healing but like did you even invite nesta like, this is kind of rude. It's kind of rude. I'm just it's, saying. It's, so, like, I it's get really it. Rude. I get the reasoning. And I get that she probably wouldn't have had a good time at this point yet still. But, like, okay. Um, especially because Amrin's there. So, like, fair enough. Um, okay. So, we're at uh, the River House for dinner. Feyre, Reese, Elaine, Amrin, Az, and Cassian are all there. Which is why I'm like, okay, everybody but Nesta. Cool. Um, and, obviously, like, Cassian has been telling them everything that had happened. Um, and Feyre's like, Valkyries? Really? And Cassian's like, yep, they're doing it. And, and Feyre's like, awesome! Like, we're seeing uh, the other Feyre's side Feyre's always into anything new and right? old and... She's like, let's do it. Reinventing um, the wheel. 
and of course, we also find out they got the deciding vote from Feyre on whether or not to tell Nesta about the magic swords, right? Uh-huh. Obviously, Feyre, without hesitating, was like, tell her. And I'm like, thank you, Feyre. Thank you. Um, And because... she was going, she volunteered to tell her. I don't know um, what it is about the night court and secrets, but they really need to like change <laughs> their tune and with mm-hmm. like these yeah. keeping secrets things. Like it's yeah. kind of annoying. Yeah. Um, and so basically the only person in the inner circle that didn't vote obviously is more. She's still gone. And like they they have a little place of honor for her, but she's still Guys, gone. Guys, where's more? <laughs> I the thing is is SJM like makes a point of like not letting you forget that she's gone, which is interesting too. So, anyways. Elaine's gonna be that secret, like, maybe not so secret, but, like, the most important character. We know this, because mm-hmm. remember, when all else fails, and Amran dies, Morgan steps in. Morgan and will... is who I call when Az and Casserole in the army yeah, fall. Yeah, exactly, thank you. I saw uh, somebody else sent me a theory, uh, sorry guys, this is, like, theories heavy, but uh, this is what you love for. So, um, somebody else sent me a theory that they saw on TikTok and it was getting pretty good traction. Um, basically explaining, if you recall, Moore's family used to be the one in power. Yep. They, her family, and then like Reese's family took it and Moore. Because they're like, remember super distantly, like he introduced her as his cousin. Cause they're they, like, yeah, they're, yeah, they're, they're essentially cousins. Um, and Moore doesn't have any siblings. Reese did, but doesn't anymore. Sad. R.I.P. But. And SJM is deliberately vague on her power. And, like, obviously it's pretty fucking big because we've seen time and time again when she goes up against people, they're like, oh, fuck, it's more again. Back, Mm -hmm. yeah, back the fuck up. Yelp. Like, even the queens were like, oh, like, the Morrigan, like, the true Mm -hmm. Morrigan. And she's like, yep, that's me, bitches. She's never fully unleashed herself. We definitely know that. And like Jenna said... Reese literally said, more is the one I will call when the armies and fall and cast and as fall. Okay. Which I better feel like happen first off. Like, we better not see Kessers. Maybe Akatar is actually about more. Maybe that's the real story. Oh, hot That's take, my damn. theory. But the theory is that, you know, Reese doesn't want to be High King. And if we're going to get this, like, monarchy put back in place, more has just as enough birthright to it. Her and Reese will be like, rivals, please take it. <laughs> her power rivals a high lord's. We already know that. It's just because she's a lady. If it had stayed, yeah, it's because she's a lady. Like, if it had stayed in her family, even if they would have fucking hated it and probably killed her for it, I think the power would have chosen her. Has the power ever chosen a woman? No. No. But that could also very well be... That it seems like a lot, especially back in the day, the High Fae would, one, kill whoever was the most powerful. Like, siblings would kill each other for the power. Two, that they deliberately tried to suppress a lot of females. And if you suppress them from a young age, you might suppress their, you could suppress their power. Yeah. So I think there's a lot of factors in play, but I that that's another theory that I'm like you all are putting in the work. I I think that's really it's, yeah. Remember when women became lot- or where more when more became like a woman quote for like fey intensive purposes, and then everyone was like she's powerful, we want her when she yeah, started. We want to breed her. Yeah. So like again, that's another uh, theory that I thought was really cool. Um, and there's more to it, just like that breaks it down because honestly, like now we also have Nyx. Nyx could be high king. Like it's he. If I that's love the idea we're of looking at, you know. So like, there's uh, oh, a lot we're gonna there. have a kidnapping trope one day. Oh, I know. I know. Happen. I love. <laughs> I've got to say, <laughs> I love that 
as a fandom, the majority, I will say, I don't want to make like an overgeneralization. As a fandom, we've all just come to terms with there's going to be a kidnapping trope. Let's hope it's short. Well, you know what I mean? Like well, everybody's like, it's going to happen. It's not an entire book. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I love that everybody's like, it's going to happen. Okay, cool. But like, I find that really, I love to see when the fandom comes together about something and that's it. Where we're like, yeah, it's going to be taken. Okay. So anyway, so Elaine is there. And um, she's actually really interested in, like, the Valkyries, which is, I'm like, oh, okay, what do you know? Well, Elaine has a personality. What do you know? Exciting. Well, anytime she's interested or wants more information, I'm always like, what, what did you, you see? Know? Yeah, what do you know? Um, So she's like, um, they must have been fearsome. We never heard about them in the human lands. And Reese, of course, is like, some of them were as lovely as you, Elaine. But once they set foot in the arena of battle, they became as bloodthirsty as Amran. And Amran's just like, lifts her glass, like, loved them. Loved them so much. Um, but apparently she also, Amran mentions, like, she could have done without their foolish king. So they they had a king, which I find interesting, but okay. Um, and she's literally like, he's to blame as much as the Illyrians are for, like, their demise, which, fair. And Cassian's literally like, yep, yep, fair. Can't, um, and we get a little more backstory. Um, he had, it had taken him a very long time to come to terms with what happened. Um, he'd never been back to the past, uh, to the past, but there's rumors that like the rocks there remain barren, like the earth still mourned them, which I find yeah. really interesting. Um, and his first lover, not just a lover guys, it was his first lover beyond the night court. So like the first time he like really ventured out and put himself out there, not just with like somebody from his own place or the Illyrians, like it was somebody like he, he met out in the world and just really sad. Um, Tanwin she had a smile like a storm and she was bold hearted. She was at the front of the charge. She did not make it obviously. Um, and Cassian goes, Nesta would have fit in well with them. And then Elaine, this is another one that people have pointed towards because if Elaine's saying something, I guys, she's like, kind of like, yes, she doesn't say a lot. So when she does, I always want to kind of pay some attention there, yeah. you know, Elaine says, she always thinks that Nesta was born on the wrong side of the wall, that like she turned ballrooms into battlefields and she plotted like any general. And of course she shares like a little shy smile with Az, which I'm skipping over. Sure. Whatever. Okay. Even Cassian notices it. Cause like Az like smiles and then Elaine like kind of looks away and Cassian's like, I'm going to file that for later. Not my problem. <laughs> He's like, you know what? Lucian's not here to snarl. Like not, not, not my monkeys, not my circus. Um, and Feyre makes a really good comparison where she says Nesta is a wolf who has been locked in a cage her whole life. Cassian takes a step farther in his mind. He's like, yeah, Nesta was a wolf, but this is really a very good description. So Nesta was a wolf, but she'd never learned how to be a wolf because she was in the cage that human society put her in. Mm -hmm. Like any maltreated animal, she bit at anyone who came near her. He liked being bitten. He liked scratches <laughs> and bruises every night. I'm just saying... Uh, and I, but this is kind of what we were saying before. They're they're good match. They're good yeah, match. They're a good but match. Like, and like she 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 she's in the right. She place went through now. some shit. Yep. She went through some shit, and now she's she's biting. And then here, I'm just sitting here like, Cassian, you're surrounded by high fate with really good sense of smell. Let's not get aroused. You're at dinner. Stop. Um, it probably so happens to them all. Can you imagine? <laughs> they must. Like, and Reese, Faye, I'm just saying, like Faye in general must just be desensitized to smelling that because, like, it happens all the everyone. time. Like yeah. everyone yeah. is like attracted to everyone else, and like they're things are happening, and they're all fucking like. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Especially when um, aliens in town, well, like. Fuck. <sighs> 
Um, so Elena's like really talking. She's like, um, and Elaine's like, uh, uh-uh, you don't understand. You've never seen her on a dance floor. That's when the wolf room's free when there's music. And that's when Cassian's like, oh shit. Cause when he had dragged her out of that pub, she literally had said she was there for the music and he thought she was just fucking with him. Yeah. Turns out, um, her mother drilled dance into Nesta from a young age. Um, in Nesta, and again, here we have SJM with uh, her main like people. Um, the Farah is an artist. Uh, Awen plays the piano. Uh, Bryce dances. Um, and then we find out Nesta loves music in general and dances, so she's kind of a combo here, which is interesting. Um, we find out like. Dude, no, like Nesta literally when she dances, everybody stops. Yeah. And just stares. It's her, it's her battle. Um, and he's like, huh. And Cassie's like, okay, so like the footwork for dancing, the muscle memory, he's like, wait, if dance had been drilled into her as ruthlessly as he'd learned to fight, he's starting to realize what her childhood was like, probably. And Elaine's like, yeah, like she wouldn't talk about it. Um, the last time the last ball that she was 14, Elaine was 13, um, before they were poor. And we get this little antidote that really shows that Nesta, if you've pissed her off and went after somebody she cared about, i.e. Elaine at the time when she was younger, because again, she yeah. wasn't great with Feyre. Long story short, there's a ball. There's an heiress there that was like, she hated Elaine. And of course, Elaine's like, I don't really know why. And Armin's like, it's because you're beautiful. And Elaine's like, oh, maybe. <laughs> like, she's very humble. Like, okay. Um, and, we find out, so Nesta saw how this heiress was treating Elaine. I mean, this this heiress was pissy, bitchy to yeah. her, cruel, snubbed her, and everything. So Elaine's, like, you know, getting bullied, and Nesta's mm-hmm. like, bet, game on. <laughs> so the heiress uh, was waiting because she wanted, you know, uh, um, uh, a handsome husband. Well, there's this ball, a handsome duke from the continent came. He was in need of money. So he, you know, he's looking for money. Fair enough. He wanted a rich bride, everything. And Nesta knew that the heiress wanted him. So Nesta's like, I right, let's go. So Nesta spends a f- small fortune on a gown and jewels. Like their father never told her no. And um, she has an amethyst silk gown with gold thread, diamonds and pearls at her neck and ears. Like, Sounds beautiful. That sounds beautiful. And that's when Cassian, like, remembers, like, oh, fuck. Like, he always forgets how fucking rich they were before they lost everything. Right. Um, Nesta, literally, the entire ball stops when she comes in. Even at 14. Remember, she is 14. Yeah. Um, and she, like, Nesta plays the game. Well, she she plays hard to get. She knows that the Duke doesn't, like, doesn't like being chased. Like, he doesn't like when people try too hard. So she ignores him. Just a few little glances here and there um and she knew she can play the game she played the game 14 um she knew all of the wealth she was displaying would be good and so that's when Amrin grins so this is a good sign Amrin's grinning and she's like nesta tried to win a duke out of spite at 14 (laughs) are we surprised though right and elaine doesn't really like smile and continues like Nesta um, gets him to dance with a few well-placed waltzes and everything in a specific special waltz that she knew the heiress wanted to dance with them. And she, she's like, Nesta took that dance from her and then took the Duke from her too. Nesta danced that night. Like she was one of you. This is another theory that people have of like what's in their history. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, but then Reese 
if you've seen Cassian dancing, that's not saying much. And Cassian's like, fuck off, man. He flips them off and everything. Which then in that moment, that's important too. Because remember later on, we learn that Cassian learns how to dance so he can at least do her justice to dance with Nesta. It's, I I can't. I just I love him can't. so much. I love it's him so, so much. To, I, I have to <laughs> want to cry. Like, I love him so much. Okay. So. Um, the Duke was vain. Nesta played into it. They, they, she was beautiful. And like when it ended, this is Elaine direct quote. I knew she was an artist then the same way Feyre is, but what Feyre does with paint, that's what Nesta did with music and dance. Our mother saw it when we were children and honed it into a weapon. Also Nesta might one day marry a prince. And then Cassian is of course like, fuck, is that what she wanted? And so Azriel's like, what happened with the Duke? And Elaine's like, oh yeah, he proposed marriage in the morning. Um, the dad was like, no, she's 14, too young. Like, figure it out. Um, and like, their father knew exactly what Nesta had done. So their dad did not underestimate Nesta. He knew she had done it despite the heiress and everything. And This like, is, okay. I have a thing about the dad too. Like, their dad wasn't uh-huh. even like surprised when like all of these things had happened to Farrah and everything. Like, he was just like, okay. He took it, like, but he rolled with the punches. Uh, this is also why I feel like the mom, there was more to the mom than we know. Yeah. Because he was just like super well. desensitized to everything. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. wanted to put that out there. That's a fair point. Um, so the dad obviously is like, no, no. Um, so uh, the Duke went home with no bride and the heiress, well, it turns out she was one of the first ones to like come at them when they were poor, which is, I hate this heiress. I hope she died. Um, anyways, and Feyre's like, oh my god, like, Feyre had just forgotten all about it. But remember, like, Elaine was 13, Nessa was 14, Feyre's a couple years younger than Elaine, so Elaine was, or Feyre was probably only, like, 11. Like, she's, like, two years younger, at least, I think, than Elaine. I can't, I always forget, so apologies there. Um, And Elaine's like, I just observed it. This is interesting. Nesta never spoke of it afterward, I just observed. So this is another hint that Elaine, we don't give her enough credit. She's very observant, I will say. So, okay, do you think also uh-huh. the cauldron the the power she got from the cauldron was an enhancement of something maybe she already had that i i think at the very least it was an enhancement of her observation skills in general yeah. if not maybe there was something more to it intuition which would feed into or their, something yeah. like that yeah yeah i think so that would make sense um and Omrin, I think this is very good that Omrin heard this story because as we know she's been a bitch about nessa we don't know what happened between them but Omrin asks, so your mother twisted N- Nesta's creative joys into a social climber's arsenal. Basically, their mother sucked from what and I And that's literally what Feyre says. She's like, she was not a pleasant person. Um, Nesta may have made her own choices, but they were over the groundwork that their mother laid. Like, that's what we've all That's the thing about Farah with regards to Nesta. Although, like, Nesta might have treated her a certain way or whatever, like, Farah is very forgiving and I think so mature and always had Mm -hmm. been in the sense of understanding that that didn't just, like, like, that hate didn't just come from nothing. Mm -hmm. Like, it came from other things. Yep, yep. Um, and Elaine's like, so, basically, she's just like, I'm really excited for this Valkyrie business. Like, I really am excited that Nesta finds interest in something that she can channel all of her like feelings into it. Like they're really exciting. Um, and Cassian's left kind of, they, they move on to other topics, but Cassian's kind of sitting there. The fighting and the training would sustain Nesta. And he's thinking about how to help her. Cause he loves her. 
he's like, okay, there, there had to be, he's realizing everything they're doing for her is a way to funnel the rage and the negative feelings. And he's realizing there had to be joy. And he's like, there had to be music. And that's where we leave off. So I love him. Same. More than life itself. Same. Um, so yeah. Can't wait to uh, keep going with that. But, okay. So. Guys, we only have like 30 more chapters until we're mates, so it's fine. Shut the fuck up. Jesus Christ. What are you reading, Jenna? Oh, what am I reading? Okay, so. um, I am reading. Okay, I don't remember if Madison and. Oh, so Madison and I did get the arc for a championship. We mentioned last week for Sex mm-hmm. Research Championship that we would be getting it. We got it, so we are reading that. I think so today because we haven't been able to read it and we want to read it together. So mm-hmm. we haven't been able to read it because we have been busy and she's been gone. So we haven't been doing that. So what I did read instead was so Riley Nash and a bunch of other authors are have an anthology anti Valentine anthology coming out. So there's like uh-huh. little shorts for all these authors. And so I did read um, kind of proofread but read that and it was so good I'm so excited to get like the final copy of that so that was awesome but um I'm listening to the third book in the trials of fear series and this is that phobia series I think I mentioned Mm -hmm. a few weeks ago yeah it's so good so the first book what so every book has a character with a phobia the first Mm -hmm. book was the fear of um going to sleep and kind of included death anxiety into that it was like my book the second book was the fear of light so like he lived in darkness this book is the fear of being touched which is very interesting so um that i'm listening to the audiobooks the narrators are Mm -hmm. great um so i'm really enjoying it and then i physically read i physically read something recently um it was oh did I mention Slow Heat before? Yeah, yeah. Did I say that I finished it? I think so, because remember you were talking about like how you stayed up all night? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did say that then. Yeah, but I did read that. Um, And then um, I did listen to Wicked Lies Boys Tell, and that was great. Mm-hmm. So I've been on an audiobook kick, yeah. and then I'm reading <laughs> um, like things that aren't out quite yet because okay, of Breathless Lip. We're, so, we're all doing the book club book this week. Yeah, right? yeah. Because yeah, that would be I figured we could do Saturday. that on Monday. Oh, yeah, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Okay. Um, what are you reading? So I am, I did uh, start Chain of Gold by Cassandra Clare. I think I'm like halfway through. Um, it's the first book in the Last Hours trilogy. Uh, the third one drops uh, literally mm-hmm. a week. Um, as you guys know, <laughs> Madison and I were like, we are not doing this Cassandra Clare hang, uh, like cliffhanger bullshit until it's all done. Um, Maddie, I think started it too, but there is something going on in the book that I warned her about. And now she's like, there's an unloved trope. In yeah. The book. She's putting it off, but I think I'm, I'm going to, there is so no can... way you're going to get her to read that book now. No, I will. I, I, I think I will once I clarify things of what it is and how long it lasts, but that's okay. Um, I, I am really liking it. I don't like this trope either, but that's okay. Like I'll, I'll work with it. I really like the characters. Um, and then I'm still reading uh, Force Bonds, which is the fourth book in the Bonds That Tie series by Jay Bree. Um, I've been talking about that a couple, like, for the last couple weeks. That one's kind of been, like, my, like, side book now as I push through uh, Chain of Gold. Um, obviously, like I said, King- The Kingdom of Stars and Shadows by Holly Rain. Um, people January. are loving this book. Dude, people are loving They're it. They're really um, loving it. I was just looking through the Discord. Um, like, yeah, is this a trilogy? 
I'm not 100% sure. Let me see. I I can't tell if it's planned to be one or not. Um, It's by Holly Renee. Uh, I'm starting that this week too. It seems like it's, it's a pretty quick read from what people are saying. Um, So I'm excited to hop into that one. And then I've also, um, we've all got an arc uh, for an episode that we're recording in two weeks that we're really excited about. Um, And then I've got another, um, another book that an author sent me that I, as I mentioned, guys, um, I'll be kind of doing a review of probably within the next uh, week or two as well that I'm really excited to read. Um, So a lot going. Um, Been, it's been solid reading. Like January's been a solid start to the year. Um, oh God, social media. Let's see if I can do it. Okay. Okay. Social media guys. First off, obviously you can find, uh, Jenna at breathless books. Madison is lace and lit, uh, their author services. Uh, if you need anything at all related, uh, proofreading, uh, social media help assistant, anything like that, um, is breathless lit. And then, you know, podcast, ACOTR podcast, uh, you'll get me on, um, on Instagram and TikTok. Oh, um, Blakey's back in the TikTok game, guys. She took a, a little, little break, we'll but they're good. I did. I did. I've got one. I got to send it to you for uh, your your thoughts. I'm really I excited. It. Um, and then, yeah, I'm going to try to do some more uh, throughout the week. I, I yeah, I did kind of step away because I was just like, hey, you were sick, more a- too. Well, I was sick and then it just kind of was becoming more of a chore and like I like to have fun with them. And so I was like, OK, I need to like step it was back a holiday season. Recharge. You yeah. recharged. Um. Anyways, so. Instagram shout out this week, guys. Oh my god. Okay. As you know, as you know our, our first Thirsty Thursday episode in our new little like series uh dropped this past uh week and it was about Disney Dreamlight Valley and our TBR. So first off, love the reception we're getting for it. Love that we have so many people that love uh Disney We have converted people. <laughs> Dude, our, it's fantastic. But we had Kendall McIntyre reached out. On Insta. <laughs> and when I tell you I've never screenshotted something and sent it to Jenna and Madison uh, so quickly, I... It was... I had no words. None. Um, guys, remember how we were talking and, like, one of Madison's gripes was, like, you know, leveling people up, especially, like, Ursula and Ariel because they're stuck to the water and you can't hang out with them. I understand this sounds weird if you don't play Disney Dreamlight Valley. Just, we I say things it, and they make no sense. But <laughs> they, they sound completely crazy out of pocket. So... She mentioned that even if it's not one of the three gifts that that person wants this day, flowers, any of the flowers, if you give them, while it's not like a crazy, crazy amount, it gets more like XP points per flower than if you just gave them like a random like. Let me tell you, you know what gives them no points? Basically zero wrapping paper. But I still do it because I hate it. You just don't want it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So she gave us a really big hint there. And sure enough, guys. Um, I got Ursula to level 10 last night, literally because of some flowers. Jenna hopped on right away and was like, motherfucker! Like, it works. Yep. Um, so, Kendall, thank you. But also, thank you. can we talk about the other elephant in the room regarding the pets? And oh, we... okay. I, no, hang on. I didn't I... look. Okay, so guys, did you check yours? Yes. Okay, guys. No, it's true. How many did you have to choose from? Probably not as many, but I know that um, Madison had the pig from Moana. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, guys. So remember how we were like... I'm embarrassed. I'm (laughs) I'm embarrassed. We're just idiots. So remember how we had the whole discussion of what your pet could be and Caitlin had a squirrel. Like we were like, oh shit, you have a squirrel. That was the title, guys, because we think we're funny. Yeah. Madison and Jenna... 
<laughs> Madison and Jenna both have turtles. I have a royal fox, but mine's literally because I got the ultimate founders pack, which is like not available anymore. It was like when the game first came out and everything. So I have way more than the others because I just bought it. Like I bought the right edition right at the I right have time. The, in the sea beginning. turtle, the regal fox, the squirrel, the black squirrel, the classic squirrel, the gray squirrel, and the red squirrel. You don't have the incredible squirrel? No, I don't know what that is. It's literally a squirrel in an incredible suit. It's the cutest thing ever. Okay, sucks to suck. So, anyways. Dude, I, was- <laughs> I just can't believe that I have more than the damn turtle. <laughs> we literally, we went on this whole tangent, this whole thing about how we were dying so laughing. Had- a squirrel as a pet. So you can have, a, you can have multiple different types of squirrels. We went on this whole thing about how, like, Caitlin's stuck with a squirrel, how it's really random. But the thing is, is it's still random what you have access to because, like, we looked it up. People had, like, what was it, like, crocodile? Like, yeah, there were crazy there's a crocodile. things that you get. Pretty much any of the wild animals that you see walking around, I do you think can have that, as a thing. I do you think have that, birds. like, as you open more things, like, more things open up for you, too. Like, more Oh, I, know, I, I don't know because I didn't know this was here, so I can't measure what was there. So... The thing is, guys, is when you go in, you press Pathetic. Y from your... Yeah, we're idiots. You press Y and you go, like, it'll open your store, like, your backpack. You can no go to, X. like... out. You press X. I'm sorry, I'm Xbox. Y. Sorry, top button for Y. Well, on the Switch, you press X. Okay, sorry, Jesus. <laughs> and so then anyways. you go to wardrobe. And then War- the literal third option is... It is... Customize all and companions. You can, and then there's multiple. You will have you will have at least more than one companion. So you are not stuck with what you have. Whatever, as Jenna said, how far you are. We, we're pretty sure how far you are. Opens. Yeah, because I think and then whatever like, addition you brought gives you more too. But I don't want the pig. I want. Can hey, I tell hey. you right now? I always just assumed that because I I always use the like the like the royalty fox with this little crown and like yeah, robe I have that, that one. The, Okay, there you go. That one. I always just kept it because it's cute because I like his little royalty thing. I always just assumed that that companion thing was if you wanted to change Change their outfit. Yes! (laughs) So, like, I didn't... Guys, I clicked on this. What was it, like... Thursday, Friday night? It was this week. I don't know. We... I I was literally, like... It was late at night. What? And I, like... I was sitting there and I clicked it and I had... And I was like... It was Thursday because it was literally the day the episode dropped. And I was like, oh, oh dear yeah. God. And I was like, are you shitting me right now? And I <laughs> sent I sent her, like, I sent a voice memo. And Jenna was like, are you fucking kidding I me I literally right was now? like, you've got to be shitting me. It was so funny. But anyway, so uh, Kendall, long story short, thank you for the flower tip because it definitely works. Um, as far as Patreon shoutouts go, uh, as you guys know, we uh, we added a new um, kind of fun thing for uh book club and above and it's a quarterly reading challenge so it's basically like we give three prompts you have to uh read a book that fits each prompt post um the book in a review of each one and then um that's like completing the challenge and then it's kind of like everybody who completes it you're put in and we, we have like a giveaway every uh quarter for it guys first off the response to this has been fantastic fucking love so many people are already like uh, one or two books in or they've already got their lineup ready but danielle and Juliet already finished it they already finished and both of them use so this is what we're doing too to kind of help you with the book challenge if you do decide to do it we will always have part of it be the book club book in case like so like so one of our one of our stipulations was having what a star Uh, a star in the title so our book club book is a kingdom of stars and shadows so those go together so we'll always have one 
one stipulation that could go with the book club book so that like mm-hmm. you're kind of killing two birds one stone there um and we'll but, always make yeah. sure it's the first book club of the quarter because then they yes. kind of it, it's a kickstart yes. for you yes um, and um both girls did the um the book club book they did choose to do kingdom of stars and shadows perfect. and they both okay. reviewed it four out of five so like i'm it's oh, getting okay okay all right all right i love it good all reviews right. so i'm like oh okay like this is okay, a good book I really like this yeah i like this okay okay so um yeah that's just another of the changes that we've done patreon recently as you guys know we have a two dollars tier that gets you bonus uh but all bonus episodes and then five dollars uh you also a new perk for the five dollar tier on top of discord and the bonus episodes and um some merch is uh, you get to vote on the Thirsty Thursday uh, topics that we'll do for the public episodes. Um, and then we obviously have book club and why night. Be sure to check the link in our profile um, if you have any questions or reach out if you have any questions. At yeah, all please reach answer. out. Um, but with that being said, um, this coming week is a um, Patreon bonus episode. We'll be dropping Thursday. It is uh, the Vampire Diaries with the lovely Megan. Team Damon. Um, but... Then uh, next Sunday, we will be back with uh, Silver Flames. And our book club for Patreon is next Sunday, January 29th at 7 p.m. Eastern. So keep that in mind, uh, patrons. And we'll also, that Sunday, you'll get uh, the latest poll for the following week's Thirsty Thursday episode. So lots of uh, fun things. We've got some really good bonus episodes with some special guests. Um, Yeah, we're very excited. So, um, yeah. Also, um, yep. Before I say that, I Loki lied. They both didn't do uh, the Kingdom of Stars and Shadows. One did, and then another person did do a Kingdom of Stars oh, and Shadows, okay, but so haven't completed. Okay. But okay, a lot of people good. are using it. Okay, good, good. We just wanted to clarify that. At least that. you admit it, you're alive. Um, so with that, guys, uh, we hope you have a, a great week, and be sure to reach out. And as always, cheers to our high fae bays. Bye!